Hey, I want to welcome all the listeners to the latest Denny Artachi podcast. I'm, I'm very excited and happy to have a great guest and friend of mine. I call Dave here a great partner, Mr. David Gluckman. We're going to be talking about Medicare because this is an important topic. It's definitely a lot of misinformation out there. And, oh, my God, Dave, we have who, Joe Namath, Captain Kirk, and Jimmy Walker selling Medicare. <laughs> and, and, and that's just a few that we have. That, exactly. But none of them have those plans because they're covered. <laughs> Joe Namath is covered through the NFL. Jimmy Walker is covered and Captain Kirk are covered through the Screen Actors Guild. So they are, you know, giving well, they, mi- misinformation. Well, they're not doing it for the money, are they? Oh, yeah. They're doing it for their – they get paid for it. Folks, here's the deal. There's no free lunch out there. And a lot of these plans – here's the danger part. They – they offer you, they say, oh, see if you qualify for these benefits if you live in a certain zip codes and, and et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. And what a lot of them do is uh, they want to buy your business. They'll give you back your premiums of what you're paying, which, by the way, what, what, are, what are the premiums now for the uh, Part B? Up $170.10 a month of Part B. Oh, my God. I remember selling it when it was like $80 and less. <laughs> I was doing it when it was $99. <laughs> $99. 171. And then, of course, folks, if you make a certain threshold, um, then I don't remember what is it? It goes it, up to like 350. 350, uh, depending on the income you guys make. Okay. Two years ago, they looked back two years. So when you are planning for Medicare, don't sell your commercial real estate or investment properties two years prior because that will put you over the threshold. And And generally, the more you make, the more Uncle Sam wants to take out, and instead of the 170, you're probably at 350 a month or more. Now, again, a lot of these plans. The problem is, and and Dave is independent like I am, yeah. and we refer a lot of clients to each other. Folks, if you want to know the real deal, call the office line 561-537. <laughs> I forgot my own office line. I've got to call myself here. <laughs> Yeah, but on speed dial. <laughs> yes, speed dial. That's right. right. <laughs> anyway, um, if you, uh, Dave, actually, I wanted to have your number uh, that they can call to to set up. Uh, oh, my phone direct phone yes. number is three zero five seven nine six ten seventy eight. Great. So the thing about Medicare, you have to understand a lot of these companies want to buy your business. They're they're offering you different perks. And the problem is a lot of them come into an area, they buy this book of business, and then they leave. And then you have to go shopping for another. But I want to talk about Medicare basics. So, you know, explain, Dave, in, in you know, there's obviously uh, so many ways you can go about it. Correct. You can do the Medicare Advantage, which whoever you choose, they are the primary and Medicare is your secondary. Or you can do the Medigap plan where Medicare is your primary and this insurance company pays the other 20%. So you you're, you sell both, obviously, I, I sell, equally, right? I sell both equally. It's all personal preference. One is a managed care plan. So when you go into a Medicare Advantage plan, those are managed care and are network-based. The problem with the, the Advantage plans, your doctor or facility can drop out any time during the year. And then you're going to be calling me, yelling at me, what did my doctor drop out? We don't. The companies and the carriers do not have control of the doctors. They are independent of the carriers. And, you know, folks, it could be something as simple as they were tired of waiting six months to get paid. Or 
Yeah. Uh, they wanted to charge a certain amount for procedures, and that company says, well, I know what you want to charge, but we're only going to pay you this much. So then as a business decision, doctors decide that they want to, you know, either keep or leave a plan. Very important because obviously, like he says, if they drop it, you have to shop for uh, a new plan. Now, if you do the Medigap, there is no uh, network because pretty much most most places accept Medicare. Right. As long right, ninety nine percent of the facilities and doctors take straight Medicare with their supplement. Couple of uh, subtle differences, like obviously, the Medicare Advantage plans. Let me tell you why they're so popular. A lot of them are zero premiums per month, which people say, "Oh my God, I'm not paying anything for it." It's just a great plan. You may pay little. To see a doctor, it could be $20, $30, or maybe you know, $50, $60 for a specialist. But where the rubber hits the road is if you have a very bad year, and God forbid you have cancer or, or you need to go to the best institutes, a lot of these places do not accept Advantage plans. Correct. And that's where we all have to uh, be careful on how we choose our Medicare plans. Now, if you do the Medigap, I know that in Florida, they're different in each state, but looking at Florida, they're typically, what, about $300 a month for, uh, well, the the famous J plan is gone, right? Right. The J plan (laughs) is gone. F plan is gone. The F plan is gone. Now there's G, which replaced J and F. And the only thing with plan G that covers all the 20%, you have to pay the Part B deductible of $233 one time on an annual basis. After that, you're covered 100%. So think about that, folks. For Insurance is expensive. Let's just face it. So if you do the Medigap plan, you can pretty much go anywhere you want to. There is no uh, referrals, right? But now you've got to get a drug plan. Correct. And that's where a lot of the Advantage plans are marketed well because the drug plan is included. But here's the difference. If uh, And I always tell people, Dave, listen, instead of going to 10 different <laughs> workshops, find an independent like you who can shop your doctors, shop your, your drugs, and see which plan makes sense. As much as I tell people they still want to go get that free toaster or whatever it is that entices them to go to all these plans. And for the most part, folks, if your doctor takes it in hospitals and you're in a local area, You'll be okay. So where the where it gets kind of tricky is if something really bad happens to you and you want to be able to go to Sloan Kettering or, uh, you know, a, a certain Cleveland clinic or, or a top cancer institute that, quite frankly, doesn't take an advantage plan. Now, in life, you make the best decision with your means. Not everyone can afford 3 right. to 350 a month. So what some of the gaps will do is they'll offer a, a lower premium with a deductible. So what is the deductible now if you if you do that way with the Medigap? Okay, so this Plan N are for people who don't want the Advantage plan. Okay. And that's a $20 copay at some doctor's offices, and you still have to pay the Part B deductible of $233 and then pay any excess charges. After that, it's the same thing like Plan G, but it's about a $60 to $70 cheaper than Plan G. Now, the cost of and, – and you're saying that the premium will be the same? Would it be roughly about 300 a month? Yeah, uh, about 300 give or take. But what about the high deductible plans? That's what I'm saying that uh, I, I remember 
some of them were about 50 60 a month with about, what, a $2,200 deductible? Correct. So a high deductible is about $80 a month, and you're liable for 2022, the first $2,400. And then after that, you would be covered. So just remember, yeah, it sounds great until something happens and you're like, I, I thought I had a, a supplement. And people forget they have to pay the 2400 So I, I recommend the plan N, which is cheaper. than Just remember, your responsibility is the $233 Part B deductible and a $20 copay at the doctor's office. Well, again, if depending on your financial situation, if your total cost is somewhere around $300 a month, all in. That's really not a bad plan if you can have access to the top hospitals around the country, go to another state and get go see a doctor as if you live there. No referrals, no network. You go where you want to go. And you get treated better, believe it or not. I have clients that have told me that. <laughs> yes, they do. Well, I think, again, a lot of the doctors make business decisions on the fact that you know, these Medigap plans do have coverage for overbilling, right? Are they not allowed to bill, what, 10 or 15%? 15%. above what Medicare allows. Correct. So if you have an Advantage plan, who pays that excess? You do. Whatever the excess charges is, will be, uh, a bill will be submitted to you. Okay. Uh, and they're getting serious about that. I know years ago they would let it slide, but mm -hmm. they will put a lien on your house if they, you have they, medical bills. They want every dollar and nickel they can get these doctors. So look folks, I don't I don't want to say that advantage plans are bad cuz I'm not saying that at all. But you have to do the research. Now, talk about some of the good things about advantage plans. I think for the most part people like having everything in one umbrella. Right. It's simple Correct. and low copays, right? Co Correct. And they add, some of them will offer exercise programs. Correct. Um, glasses. And they give an allowance towards glasses and then up to $1,000 in reimbursement for dental, uh, for comprehensive dental work. But cleanings, x-rays, and exams are free. Uh, you get hearing aid benefits. Uh, they, they, they are good. It's just network-based. And the thing, if you like the Advantage plan, I always recommend a PPO over an HMO because HMOs, you will need referrals, and they have smaller networks because those are really county plans because they're cheaper copays. The PPO, it allows you to travel nationwide without any, you know, if you're going within the United States, these companies have networks in all the states like Aetna and United, uh, and those are really excellent plans. And like Blue Cross, Blue Shield, they're all good. It's just all network-based on the Advantage plans. Now, if you do the PPO, remember, you can go anywhere, but you've got to be careful because if they're out of network, they will accept it, but you might be stuck with a 30% bill. Just because you can go anywhere doesn't mean it's covered like you, you want to. You, make sure that they're in network. But it's true. I remember years ago... Even with a PPO, you couldn't go nationally, but they've made it better now. Correct. Yeah. They, they made it better. At larger networks. Larger networks, like United Healthcare, they, their PPO here in Palm Beach County is a national network. Uh, Aetna in Palm Beach County, it's a national network. So if you're traveling to New York, the Carolinas, and Georgia, and something happens, you call them up, and they'll tell you where to go. Now, here's the interesting thing. And, and this is a, that's why you need to get with an independent like Dave so he can shop for you. Because for the most part, 
you know that these advantage plans are close to each other because they want to compete. They don't want to lose sales. Right. Where one, you know, one of them says, "Oh, it's twenty dollars to see the doctor," and then the other one, "Well, we're seventy dollars." So they really look at those subtle nuances. But what you have to watch out is for the maximum out of pockets. Correct. Now they've made them lower or higher in the last few years. Uh, United Healthcare lowered their out of pocket on their PPO to thirty four hundred, but they okay. had higher copays. Aetna raised theirs to forty nine hundred, but they have lower copays. So. so there you go. What what's more important to you, um, whether you're healthy or not healthy, and um, but if it's a PPO and you hit an out of pocket and you're out of network, that's a, there's a different maximum out of pocket for that. Correct. So if you're out of pocket at a network is fifty one hundred dollars with United. And Aetna is ten thousand. Okay. So is Blue Cross? Uh, do you know offhand what theirs might be? Blue Cross and Blue Shield is just like Aetna. Okay. Uh, Forty nine. They're fifty one hundred in network and ten thousand at a network. There are so many plans out there. I highly recommend that anyone listening stick with a major company because of the network issues, the history. Because I've personally seen. Uh, I don't want to mention names. In the past, when I did sell this more, I'm glad to hand it off to David because this is what he does, just like he hands people off to me for the wealth management and, and that stuff. But I've seen so many, as soon as they get a book of business, they, they're done. They close shop, take the money, and go elsewhere. Here's another thing that people need to understand. The Medicare Advantage plans first came about, I believe it was around 2002, because I helped run a call center when President Bush back then mm. uh, came up with these plans. And folks, they get a lot of money per head <laughs> to take care of people. Do you know how much that is now, Dave? <laughs> I don't know exactly. I don't, let, I, I, back then it was like 900 to to $1,000 a month per person. The, I don't know where they're getting the money from, right? Per person that these companies are getting to have you on board as as a client and member. Maybe that's why there's limitations on networking issues. I, I don't know. But just understand, whether you do a PPO or an HMO, you have to see the networks, read the fine print. If you want something nationally, I mean, do they have HMOs that are national as no. well? They don't, right? It's only the PPOs. They, if you have an HMO, you only go to the emergency room only. Okay. That's it. Because HMO, the prices are cheaper, mm -hmm. but you need referrals, and it's really a strictly for county-to-county -county plan. A PPO is the tri-county area. So, okay. So. so, so again, the Medigap plan kind of simplifies it. You have more accessibility, but obviously, if you're on fixed income and you're trying to make ends meet, you know, it may not be for you. Although, I think the high-def one... Uh, that, you know, 50, 60 in premiums, but now you've got to get a drug plan. And a drug plan can be expensive. That, you know, I hate that term donut hole. I, I like donuts. <laughs> <It's> <laughs> we so, all like donuts. I mean, they keep changing the donut hole. So what's what's different now? Explain how the donut hole, for those who don't understand and might be new to Medicare, how it works. Okay, the donut hole in the drug plan is the cost of the drugs and your co-pays that add up to $4,020. Once you reach that, you fall into a thing called the donut hole. Once you hit that, you will be paying 25% of 
of the retail price of the medications up to $7,000. Then after that, your cost is 5% of the drug cost or free, depending what tier your drug is. That's so important because you may be only paying $25 a month for your drug, but it actually, it's actually the actual cost of that drug may be $300 a month or more. And so it's not 4100 I remember it was 5600 And they lowered it. And they kept lowering it. Okay. Sure. And so you have to, again, get with an independent specialist who can look this up because drugs are a big – I mean, I cannot believe – uh, as great as our country is, we pay the most for medications. Correct. <laughs> and just to let you know, if you go in Mega Gap in a drug plan, there are 31 different drug plans here in Florida. So 31. Jeez. So you have to shop it around. You really look up all 31? <laughs> well, it, I, I do the top five. Okay. And then, yeah. Because each drug company, one only may take the generic. They may not have the brand. So Synthroid, certain drug, certain formularies will only cover the generic. Other formularies will cover both. Now, I know uh, certain drug plans will allow you to, to make a plea to the company to make exceptions to either make it a tier lower or work out costs, right? Isn't there, there's certain ways that you can you have plead to, to them? You have to plead to them and explain your financial situation but you have to call the drug manufacturer yourself. Okay. So folks, the coffee's kicking in. I'm sleep deprived. You can call David on his line or my office, which is 561-537-5897. So that's 561-537-5897. Have they talked about changing anything for Medicare in the, in the next year or two? Nothing as of yet. I know people like me are concerned whether it's it's funded well enough, but can you imagine the march on Washington if they let Medicare fold? Oh yeah, forget about <laughs> it. We have seventy million to a hundred million people without insurance. Uh, I know that they were talking about doing a Medicare type of plan for people in their fifties and less than sixty-five, and I tell you, that kind of scared me because they're having trouble making ends meet. <laughs> with the current plan, if they went ahead and added, you know, another hundred million to it, oh, yeah. I'm not so sure that would be a good. F- I, now, I, I get everyone needs health insurance, and we should figure this out as a country, but unfortunately, they have not. So, I'm glad that they've lowered the drug cost, but I cannot believe the Part B premiums just continue to go higher and higher. Correct. And. They don't allow any health savings plans for medical not, costs on Medicare, do not they? Not as of yet that I know of. I haven't. It's been talked about, but I haven't seen it. I think it would be a good idea because people can put away money. And I know that um, certain companies like United American, uh, they have, uh, if you do a Medigap plan with them, you can put away, I think, up to $20,000 in an account that they pay you 3% that you can use towards medical expenses. I wish more companies would do that because it would help the consumer to, you know, put away money, take advantage of it, get something for for future medical costs. Back to the Advantage plans, for the most part, you can be okay. But, I, I, you know, I remember my, my dad, I don't want to mention a name because, folks, we're not pro against any company out there. Everyone is trying to make a living. Everyone's trying to do the best that they can. You have to shop and be intelligent. But my dad, we lost him to cancer, 
he had a, a well-known advantage plan and they went after my mother and tried to put a $30,000 lien in the house. Hmm. I got on the phone, <laughs> my last name ends in a vowel, and um, I knocked it down to about 10000 and we paid cash to settle it because they were really going to... And, and what it was are those extra costs that maybe the Advantage plan can approve or not approve. Where can consumers see that fine print when they're looking at these Advantage plans? They can go to Medicare.gov. Okay. And they will can go there and look under the Advantage plans section, and they can look, read what it's all entitled to, what they cover, what they don't cover, what your co-pays are, and that's where you can find all that information. And that's why I really hate to see a lot of these commercials that say, join us because we're going to pay you money back and we're going to give you these benefits. You know, that's great in theory, but folks, this is your health. Health insurance and how you deal with it is so important. Many people get bankrupt because they don't have the proper health plan. And it is so important. Part of what we do together is we look at what you're paying for health insurance, what's the best plan, when should you take Social Security, how are you investing? Because, you know, Dave, a lot of this is, is managing risk. Right. You never know when something bad is going to happen to you Correct. in a given year. And if you're not prepared, it can bankrupt you. Absolutely. Yeah. And, and I tell people, just, you know, always look at the big picture. Don't look for today. Look for down the road. Because no one has a crystal ball. Right. That's why I'm saying a lot of these plans are great when you're healthy and there's no problems. When you have something major, that's where the, quote, rubber hits the road. And you have to look at it. Make the best decisions on your budget. Look, if you cannot afford a Medigap, then choose as best to your ability the Advantage plan. And I would think, if it were me, now I, I, I uh, am a veteran. I'm proudly served. I, I have the VA that I use. I have cost share. It's not for free. Mm -hmm. And I would think that most people should look at what is the maximum out of my pocket in a given year. So maybe you might pay more to see your primary or specialist, but if the worst year happens to you and you're only out of pocket $2,000 instead of five or 7000 in an Advantage plan, you might want to consider. Let me ask you, if they do rack up a bill, I, I know you don't own your own hospital, but do they work payment plans or do you have to pay that? No, they, they have payment plans to work with the consumer. Okay. So, you know, I have clients that are on a payment plan right now with some extra charges from a, a treatment and they have worked out a payment plan for her. Are there any downsides to a gap plan? Because we talked the, the downsides to the advantage. The only downside to the advantage, if you miss a payment. That's it. Oh, what happens? <laughs> they, they terminate you, and then you go to the doctor, and then they're like, oh, your plan's not, in, you know, it's not active. Uh, I have clients that have, my own mother fell and broke her hip in New York City uh, eight years ago. Mm. My brother called me up and said, we're going to the hospital. I said, okay, just give him the Medicare card with the supplement card and have a nice day. My brother called me up and said, Dave, whatever you put her into, she had a private room Everything was paid for. They treated her like Queen Elizabeth. <laughs> now, here's the other thing, folks. Um, this is why you should choose wisely. When you're first eligible for Medicare, if you want to get a Medigap plan, there is no underwriting, meaning you could be already, God forbid, dying of cancer or have a serious problem. They will guarantee you the issue. And that's what, the first six months? Yes. Okay. 
So that's why if you take an Advantage plan and your health changes and now you say, well, I do want to go to the best cancer clinic in another state, now you've got to go through underwriting. That is correct. So yeah. what? tell me how that typically works. What if you're in an Advantage plan and all of a sudden you have cancer and you want the Medigap? So what happens is they will look at the MIB records and your prescriptions and there are 15 questions they're going to ask and you have to answer them truthfully. And if you answer yes to one of those questions, you will be denied a supplement plan because you already have cancer. Is that forever or can you reapply? You would have to wait two years to reapply. Okay. You have to be cancer-free for two years. That's why it's important, folks. So if you, you know, maybe you don't uh, buy all those lattes or go out to eat five times a week and put some money aside for a gap plan. If you truly are concerned and want the best, I know for me, there's no question. If I have to wash cars yeah. <laughs> or clean houses, I'm going with the Medigap plan. This is not to say the Advantage plan is not good. It's, you know, it's, it's a personal choice. Some people, believe it or not, while they're healthy, mm -hmm. they go <laughs> they, with the Advantage plan. They go with the Advantage and say, oh, this is great. My doctor takes it. I know the hospital. It's awesome. And then something bad happens, and it's like, oh, what do you mean I can't go to a certain clinic? Well, no, mm -hmm. you can't. Now, but again, folks, um, it's all about budgeting. You can afford what you can afford. But what? get with an independent like Dave. Get, give your number again, Dave. My number is 305-796-1078. That's my direct phone line right to my cell phone, and you can call me morning, noon, or night. And I will get back to you as a, as quickly as possible, within 24 hours or sooner. He's not sleep deprived like me, folks. Uh, I'm getting ready for my trip in Memphis, and rehearsal was a little bit late. And we're talking early in the morning today. <laughs> and uh, but this is a very important message. You really should get with an independent. Don't don't bother going to these different uh, workshops because. It, it, if you go to a Humana workshop, who do you think they're going to promote? If you go to a Blue Cross, if you go to ARP. And again, folks, I don't, we don't dislike or like certain companies no, over and over. We're here to help you, yeah. educate you. So those <clears throat> commercials with Joe Namath, they just want your information and they sell it to all the, all the lead vendors. So you'll get calls 100 times a day. That 800 number is just collecting your data. So just to let you know. Remember that, folks. There are rules and laws against soliciting Medicare. Oh, good thing it's, you brought that up. Yeah, be, because we see all kinds of hucksters out there. Correct. Tell them, Dave. Tell them what the reality is on that. They cannot knock on your door, <laughs> call you, text you, email, and solicit you for your business. Those are HIPAA violations, and they use a strong-arm tactic. Oh, you must go into Medicare and all that. If you're working, you don't need to go into Medicare because you're covered through your employer. So you want to make sure you're dealing with ethical people who are not calling you, who are not soliciting you for your Medicare business. And that's important because it's true. You, you could be, you know, you're 65 and your, your group plan is only $50 a month. You can delay Medicare. But, folks, when you become eligible, you have to sign up for the Part A. Correct. Because if you don't, they're going to penalize you and... and is it like one-tenth of 1% 1 each month or it's, something? It's 33 cents a day of the national average of people turning 65 of that year. <laughs> Do it, what with who? It's, it's a formulary <laughs> that it's above my pay grade. All right. 
But same thing. So so if you do have a plan and you want to delay the Medicare, take the Part A, which there's no premium. There's for. no premium. That's free. That's your hospitalization. And where, so where would they sign up for it? SSA.gov. You go to menu, apply for your Medicare. And then you go through the prompt, and then it says, do you want Part A? Yes. Do you want Part B? No. Then a drop down. How are you covered? Through your spouse's insurance or your employer insurance or other? And you just say employer or your spouse's insurance. And then that's it. And then they go, do you want to take Social Security? That's a yes and no question. And some people ask me all the time, can I get Medicare without taking Social Security? The answer is yes. And Medicare will bill you for your Part B premium until you are ready to take your Medicare at your full retirement age. And you have choices. You can either pay the Part B directly or they can take it out of your Social Security. That is correct. Uh, they, it's user-friendly, folks, but the thing is you have to file when you're eligible so you can avoid the penalties. Now, uh, the thing about – here's the other thing, too, because I, I, love, I love talking to you. Edu- I learn stuff from you, and, and God, I, I've sold many of these plans myself. And there is a difference. When you're eligible, there's enrollment periods for the Advantage plan, but Medigap is year-round, correct? It's year-round, correct. You, you have a special election period, so you could you could switch any time during the year. On a Medigap plan. On a Medigap. So you're saying that if you are an Advantage and you've changed your mind, any time of the year you can say, I want to go to a Medigap, and you can do so. That is correct. You have a special election period. What about with uh, the drug plan? Same thing? No, the drug plan, you have to wait up to uh, uh, March 31st. After March 31st, you cannot switch Okay. a drug plan. Then you would have to wait until October 15th during open enrollment. Now, the sticky part about this is if you're past your six months and you have to go through underwriting, you have to answer some questions, correct? When you're turning 65? Yeah, let's just say, hypothetically, let's say someone... They really love Joe Namath because, you know, they're from New York and, you know, he won with the Jets. Right. So he went with these Fugazi plans. Right. You know, <laughs> Jim Fugazi and Associates. Vinny Bumbats is the CEO. <laughs> so they're on that plan and they go, wait a minute, what did I do? And and six months have already passed. Okay. So then they would have to wait to open enrollment. To go to the Medigap plan. To go to the Medigap plan. And then they, because then you would ask, answer some questions. There are some circumstances if you have a special election period, uh, if there was a, like right now we have an SEP because of the hurricanes and stuff like that, then you can do it. Otherwise, you would have to wait to open enrollment. Once again, that's why you have to choose wisely. Get with an independent specialist. Dave doesn't work for any of these companies. He he doesn't, uh, they don't grease his palm to get you in a certain plan. It's about finding your doctors, your formulary, uh, the hospitals you want, and also your health. How is your health? But your health can change. God knows we know that driving on I-95. Oh, absolutely. <laughs> you can. And the turnpike. And Well, yeah, the turnpike is worse because there's only two lanes. Correct. At least on 95, you have five lanes to get cream. So you can kind of like, you know, move in and out of. And there's so many coming to Florida. Folks, CDC called. You don't have to keep coming to Florida. You can stay where, you, where you're from if you'd like. Right. Please. <laughs> but let me ask you, from a premium standpoint, are premiums higher in Florida or lower than the national average? They're a little bit higher because we have the most senior population in the Tri-County area, Dade, Broward, and Palm Beach. 
But if you go to Martin County and higher or the west coast of Florida, the premiums are lower. Interesting, right? Because you have less us New Yorkers taking up space. You know, we have to play. You have to pay a surcharge for that, and and then there's people who have uh, dual residencies, right? Correct. Right. Medicare only goes by your primary residence. So, so if you live in Orlando <laughs> as a second home, and you live in Davie, Florida as your primary, you have to use your Davie home primary address because Medicare. Is where they send your checks and their Medicare information to. So you better match up where your checks are going, right? Correct. <laughs> you know, there's someone out there listening saying, yeah, well, I can I can buck the system. I, I'm just too busy to remember what I did or didn't do. So play it smart, folks. Yeah. You know, Medicare can be confusing because, remember, a lot of people that may be pitching you to join their plan are interested in what? You joining their plan, not... Here's the real deal. Here's the real, the, the facts that you should consider. Here's what it'll cost you if you have a bad year. Here are the limitations. They don't really talk about, it's kind of like investing. I'm, uh, it blows my mind how many advisors never talk to the clients about downside. Hey, mm -hmm. hey, Jim and Mary, if we invest aggressively in this market, you could be down at any given time 30% or more. How would you feel about that? And they look at me like, huh? What do you mean? I mean, how would you feel if you were down 30, 40%? Just like the 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 health insurance, how would you feel? I, I can't believe the the moops are up to five to seven thousand dollars now, the yeah. max amount of pockets. Correct. In network. In network. Wow. And the trade-off is the copays. The copays are a little cheaper if they're high because it's either way you're paying. So like Aetna, they have a 4,900, but their hospital stays 250 a day for four days. United Healthcare is 3,400, and it's 280 a day up to six days. So you see what I'm saying? Every There's the subtle differences. And also some of them, are they competitive for emergency room visits? They're all the same. $90 for emergency room visit worldwide in all 50 states. $90 for urgent care in all 50 states. Really? It used to be 250 when I... Yeah. Was full time at this, and now nine, and then for an ambulance one way trip, air or ground <laughs> is two fifty. Uh, so th those are pretty much stabilizers and stuff like that. So wow, I cannot. Yeah, back, the last when I was doing this full time, and I was out of my mind, folks. Yeah, this was back in two thousand eight that I stopped. Boy, what a year two thousand eight was. I remember it was 250 for uh, ER visit and and a lot of the urgent cares. So I'm glad that they've lowered it. Right, they lowered that. And, and you know, I still think it was from a marketing standpoint. They want people to, uh, they're competing with each other in that space. It's a very limited space, right. even though there's probably how many plans technically in Florida that people can Six, buy? 63. 63 plans. And, and some are only in certain counties. So just remember that. Right. Not all the plans are in every county. So, like, WellCare, they're, they're, they're just coming into the Palm Beach area, but they're not in Broward or Dade. So then, you know, because Dade has the most plans because, you know, everybody wants Dade County because everything's an HMO and you're competing with every carrier. So And, again, I think a lot of that client base are – they don't make a lot of money and they love that, that zero premium or low co-pays. And for most people, that's okay until – 
something terrible happens. Right. So do you see them maybe in the future changing certain things? Are they talking about making certain benefits better than what they are now? They are talking about it, but anytime they talk about it, it takes Medicare up to two years to implement them. So whatever they're talking now in 2022 and 2024, they'll be implemented. Hmm. And obviously they've changed the Medigap plans because uh, it's so expensive for them to, to pay for it in the claims. And they're on the hook. Right. So what happens is it's on a contracted rate. So whatever, if the hospital bill is 100000 Perfect example, my mother's hip replacement surgery in New York. The surgery was $80,000, but on the contracted rate for Medicare, it was 24000 And then Medicare picked up the 80% of the 24. The supplement picked up the 20% of the, of the 24. That's how those plans are working. Has there ever been, um, I know with uh, life insurance companies, very few of them go bankrupt because they typically have a dollar in reserve for everything they have outstanding. But has there been a Medigap plan that has gone belly up and someone else bought their book of business? Not that I know of. The only thing that I know of is United American was with Global Life. That's the only one I know. That's that, it. That was it. And a lot of it is because they really run a good business model, don't they? Yeah, they do. And then what happened was they had so many high deductibles and they had all these claims they had to pay out. And they didn't have enough coming in of that pull of book of business. But I've seen advantage plans go belly up. Or Why they, is that? Uh, they don't have enough patients per plan. Okay. So they don't get enough money coming in to pay. So you have A, who's on the plan. They need to get B, C, and D to offset some of those claims to get money coming in. That's why. They don't have enough people per plan. And that's why the they will go out. Well, look, just like uh, auto and homeowner's insurance, rates go up depending on claims. It's just the way it is. And certain parts of the country, I imagine claims in Florida are like through the roof. Oh, because We have, we no, have the most seniors. We, yeah, we do. We, we don't like, I'm not a senior <clears throat> yet. Uh, I feel like it. Like today, I kind of feel like a senior. Um, I forgot my own office line until the coffee kicked in. <laughs> but, you know. It happens. You know, happens. the rates go up, and, and uh, Florida is just loaded and, with seniors. And, and cost of living goes up and everything else. Inflation kicks in. You know, rent goes up. Uh, hourly wages go up for employees. So that's how they have to, you know. Yeah, it's not like homeowners or auto where you can say, I'll tell you what, I'll just raise my deductible to lower the premiums. They go, nope, we're going to raise the premium, all, you know, all along uh, to, for everybody. And so, folks, I hope you got some good information out of this. Very important, Medicare. You have to have the right plan, and you have to have the right independent person. And the right guidance, and that's very important. I imagine the trickiest part is the drug stuff. The drugs are very competitive. Certainly, that's the trickiest thing. So Yeah, yeah, the most expensive, and uh, I mean... there's drug plants from seven dollars and eight cents up to one hundred and seventy four dollars for a drug plant. So it all it all depends on the medications. So, so I imagine the more expensive plans have better favorable prices for tier three and tier four drugs. Right? Pretty much so, but it's not. It's only a couple of dollars cheaper than other. Because you know, f- for generics, for the most part, you know they're free. Right, they're free. It, or and, three. and a lot of. Uh, uh, 
tier two are used by everybody. Right. So it's when you're getting to the tier three and four and the specialty drugs. The specialty drugs are 25% of the retail price. So those TV commercials that you see, those are like tier four and tier five drugs. And they are expensive. And again, if you're in that plan, you're stuck until open enrollment. And and tell, you know, enrollment is from what, October? October 15th through December 7th. And, and then again in January? January 1st to March 31st, it's called OEP, that you want to switch out of the Advantage plan back to original Medicare because you realize you were swindled from an unethical agent to put you into an advantage plan. <laughs> and I recently just went through this. So I, you know. He's a nice guy. He used swindled. I would have used another colorful metaphor and adjective to describe it. But um, and folks, there are so many out there just looking to make a buck. Get with an independent. Tell them your number again, Dave. 305-796-1078. Do your homework. Get with an independent. Make the right decision. It's your life we're talking about. Don't fall for the commercials or the... T- Actually, they. I, I kid around. You're not allowed to give away toasters. Uh, there's certain rules right, with yeah. uh, cool. Medicare. And, you know, when Dave and I do workshops... We, uh, under the rules, we don't talk company or product specifics. We basically educate people on co-pays, the way plans work, and the missing parts because there are strict rules against it, and they limit it. It used to be uh, certain companies would give away door prizes right. for you to show up for their plan, and what's the limit on that? It's $15. dollars $15. Wow, what can you get for fi- you can buy a coffee at Starbucks for fifteen bucks, right? Maybe one coffee. <laughs> okay, so folks, uh, I hope you've enjoyed this. I hope you got something out of it. Uh, great to have my partner David Gluckman talking, and uh, stick around for the next podcast in the Denny Artachi Show. Have a great day. Have a good day. Thank you. <laughs>